Welcome to Getting Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so today, I actually wanted to talk about um, my personal real estate investment. Um, I, I think I've probably alluded to it a couple times, and I don't know if I've ever like broke down you know, why I wanted to get into real estate, how I did it, and how it's been working so far. So uh, I wanted to do that today because uh, I feel like I've been talking about stocks and, and saving and, and just boring stuff. And, uh, you know, real estate is where personally I think that's the best investment. Unfortunately, it takes a lot of um, time, money, energy and research. <laughs> so not a lot of people want to go through that. But it, it's something that I think is probably the best investment for you. So over the long term. So I wanted to talk about um, the house that I bought. So how I went about doing that. Um, first thing I needed to do was build up my credit. Second thing I needed to do, well, it's all kind of simultaneous, but build up my credit. I needed to save up money for the down payment and earnest money and repairs that were going to be done to the house. So I needed to make sure I had enough money for all that thing. And then the third thing I had to do was a bunch of research to find a house that would do what I wanted it to do. And that's two things, be a rental and produce cash flow. And so I kind of with those two things in mind, um, I started looking through um, my market that, that, you know, where, you know, within 30 minutes from my job, because yeah, I was working, you got to have a, got to have a job to be able to get a loan to buy a house, right? And from the amount of income I was making, I was making about $5,500 a month. Um, it allowed me to buy about a $400,000 house, which I did. And the, I don't necessarily recommend like maxing out the amount of loan you can get. The reason why I did that is because I found a property that that didn't require a bunch of work. It wasn't super messed up, but it definitely wasn't move-in ready, which is you know kind of a, a good way to go about it. You want to get something that uh, you don't have to pay premium price for. For example, um, the house that I'm in, if it was 100% fixed up, ready to go, moving ready, stainless steel appliances, all that really cool stuff, brand new roof, brand new HVAC, brand new water heater, um, I could probably sell this place for, you know, 50, 60, $70,000 more than I bought it for um, because it's moving ready. However, um, I bought it for $400,000 because it wasn't. It smelt weird, it had bad carpet, it had bad paint jobs, it had things that were wrong with it, it has an old roof, that different type of stuff. So um, it's definitely something that I could fix, but I didn't need to fix. Like, you know, when you fix and flip, the idea behind that is getting a house moving ready. Um, so I didn't want to do that. I wanted to fix it to the point that it would be renter acceptable which is a little bit different than move-in ready for a homeowner. Um, the type of material, materials you use are different. The, the amount of money that goes into it, I think is a little bit less because everything doesn't have to be perfect. Um, so I found a four bed, three bedroom house that um, I thought would cash flow. And what made it even more interesting was that it had a bonus room. Um, and all that room needed to be an additional room was a closet. So I was like, hey, fantastic. I can easily turn this thing into a five bedroom house, add an extra bedroom, do a little bit of work, get all these rooms rented out and cash flow. 
So uh, the plan was to do that, which I have done. Um, I'll explain more about how arduous it is to to tear up carpet, pull out all the little tacks and, and, and staples and stuff and, and put down flooring with a buddy of yours on the weekend. Um, you know, sanding doors down, repainting them, washing all the walls with TSP, which is basically it's just kind of like a, uh, a cleansing, cleaning product and then repainting everything. And that's the cool thing is I didn't have to hire a professional painter because <laughs> this is a rental property, so I just did it myself. It doesn't look great. No, not really. Um, but is it good enough? Sure is. Um, so that was uh, just you know, it's just things you take into consideration when you're when you're doing the rental thing as opposed to fix and flip and sell. So um, yeah, so when it comes to, to to you know what I was trying to do is I just wanted to find a house I could fix up good enough to get renters in, and I was able to do that. Um, the process of getting renters is. And it's a little bit of a pain um, just because you have to, you know, post it everywhere. You have to try to find people because I don't have a property management company to do this thing for me. So I had to um, develop um, rental a rental application and a rental agreement. Um, I had to learn all of the different rules and laws regarding, you know, if you can't, you know, don't discriminate against certain people. You have to, you know, take applications as they come in and you have to check references and the first person who meets your criteria, you have to accept them and just different stuff like that. So it requires a lot, a lot of research. Um, the buying the home part and then renting it out, um, all that different type of stuff. So basically what I did was um, I had two, two bedrooms downstairs and one bath. I rented that whole thing out to a family, a uh, mother and her son. And then I'm living upstairs with my girlfriend in the master bedroom which has its own private bathroom and then uh, upstairs there's two other rooms so it's three beds uh, two baths upstairs um, one of the rooms and one of the bathrooms is for me and my girlfriend and the um, other bathroom is for the two renters that I'm actually living with right now and um, it's actually not terrible um, I you know I definitely would prefer to have my own space but as things are going, and especially you know with uh, the coronavirus and people being laid off and and, and pay cuts and, and everybody going on unemployment, uh, I do feel really secure in the fact that everybody living in this house, downstairs lady, and the two gentlemen upstairs with me and my girlfriend, they pay for the entire mortgage. Not only that, they also pay for all of the utilities. Uh, I think it was last month I looked. I actually made a hundred dollars for living in my house isn't that crazy like the, and and here's here's kind of the reason why I think real estate is the best possible investment no matter who you are or where you are you're gonna want a roof over your head right and everybody should be agreeing with me um, you can have a million stocks and you can't <laughs> You can't build those into a house. You can't turn that into a roof. <laughs> Even if you had the paper stocks that they were issuing, you know, 30 years ago, you can't make a house out of that. So you're going to have to live somewhere. Um, so if you can take the place you're living, which for 99% of people worldwide, their home is their most expensive purchase. And it, and it takes the most amount of money out of their pocket every month. I've taken that liability 
and I've turned it around into an asset. Uh, it's an asset I get to live in for free. Um, and the really cool thing is when I move out and buy another house, the room that I was living in is going to bring in more additional rent. And that's all going to be cash flow to help me um, buy more properties, to you know fix up this property, um, to to go on a trip uh, to the coast, whatever I want to do, um, you know save it for the next thing that breaks, whatever. But it, it just it's just extra cash coming into um, my bank account every month um, that I don't have to work for. Like I've already put in all the hard work. That's the whole thing about passive income. Um, with you know with everything going on and with me taking time off my job I've been looking a lot into passive income and um, I haven't really found anything that's passive you you have to do a lot of work up front to to reap the rewards of passive income and real estate is one of those things it does require a lot of money and time and work um, but it's not impossible um, I did it in one year I'm writing an ebook about how to do it um, and I'll make sure to when I finish that I'll you know blast that link everywhere so people can go buy it um i'll make it super affordable but it's just crazy to think that you know i'm, I'm living in an asset that's that's making me money and it's going to make me more money and and the loan is being paid down and it just and the value of the house over time will go up you know it just there's lots of, and the tax benefits there's just lots and lots of things that i really enjoy about being a homeowner Obviously, maintenance is one thing always talk about. People always talk about when when they're a renter. Oh, well, I don't have to pay for things when when they break. Yeah, that's true. But when I fix something, it it well, depending what it is, it it usually ups the value of the home. Because when I go to sell it, I could say, hey, there's a new roof, there's a new water heater, there's all new flooring. Like everything that I fixed, I can say, hey, I fixed that. Here's a receipt a, a receipt showing that that's not something you're gonna have to worry about as the new homeowner. Um, and people like that stuff. So um, I just kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, real estate, you know, the in investment strategy that I subscribe to. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely worth considering. I mean, if you have some free time right now, um, I would look into it, start learning. Um, one place that I have to plug that kind of got me started on my journey and, um, and hundreds of thousands of other people, I'm sure, is biggerpockets.com. They have a website, they have a blog, they have a forum, all kinds, of, like literally all the information you could ever possibly want from people who, like myself, are already doing it. You know, it's not somebody who's talking about it. It's not somebody who's trying to sell you on uh, on a program or that their way is the best way and pay them $100 and they'll tell you about it. It's free information. It's a blog. It's on a forum. You can literally just read through this um, and, and listen to their podcasts and and grow substantially you can listen to people's mistakes i've made a bunch of them i put down more expensive flooring than i wanted to <laughs> and uh it was a pain in the butt so i mean there's all kinds of stuff but i'll, I'll talk more about that in later episodes but other than that I, I just wanted to share that with you guys and um let you know that you know there is you know other things than youtube to make money there is other things than stocks you know there is real estate and and i really like that so uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, to Get Rich the Hard Way. Um, it's, there, there's, there's nothing easy about it, but it is the most sure way to get rich. See you guys next time.